so, you know, I spent, you know, two years working on it and trying to finish it and it just didn't work out. There was a bunch of circumstances that arose. Um, but then when I got in the studio, I had six days to do it and it was mostly done live. And it was just like this insane whirlwind and it was just, that it was done. Yeah. I mean, there was some minor things to mixing and stuff afterwards, but, um, it was such a good feeling to have it done and know it's done and be like, thank fuck. This is fucking done. <laughs> um, After like six yeah, days, six days only. Six days, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another one of our convos. Today, joining us is another special guest, Kat Clyde. Thank you for joining us, first of all. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we brought you on here, you know, to kind of talk about your recent music. Um, you have a new album that just came out, kind of like your background, just your career in general, and just kind of anything, a little bit, everything in between. But first of all, like, we always like kind of like to start with everybody's background and how you kind of got your start and growing up. So it's kind of, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up uh, in uh, Perth County, Ontario, um, just outside of Stratford, Ontario. <clears throat> so okay. yeah, I was in the country and I spent a lot of time in nature and um, yeah, that's my initial growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of experience in Canada outside of like maybe Toronto, Vancouver. So did you, okay. where you grew up, is it kind of like a small, small town? Yeah, it's, it's really in the country. It's really like farm country. So it's a lot of, um, forests and fields and, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then Stratford is the closest town to me and that's where I went to high school. Um, and yeah, it's kind of an interesting town. It's like a theater town. So there's a lot of, um, there's a few quite big theaters with, um, plays that go on every summer and, um, yeah, when I was a teenager, I used to busk outside uh, the theaters and stuff and make a little yeah. cash and uh, sing my songs. So that was kind of my first experiences, like playing live and stuff like that. Okay, that's cool. So like, what kind of drew you to music in the first place? Like what, what started you down this path? Yeah, I feel like I've always been drawn to music. I mean, ever since I can remember, I was always singing and loved to sing. Um, so, yeah, um, I didn't have too, too much music in my household growing up, but I had a few uncles that were really amazing players and they both played guitar and one of them also played piano and accordion. Um, <clears throat> my grandfather played the fiddle as well. So that was kind of my first influence on seeing live music and okay. hearing live music, experiencing live music. Um, and they played a lot of rock and roll and folk and, and things like that. Um, so that really inspired me. And then moving on, like when I got older, I started developing my own taste and really started listening to um, music that really made me feel a lot and made me feel like I had a friend, like blues music and, and early folk music and also punk rock music. Okay. Um, yeah, and jazz and, and soul and all that good stuff. Um, and then I was in a few bands in high school and <clears throat> that was really fun. And, and that was a really uh, neat experience. And um, then I decided to go to college 
because I didn't know what the hell else to do. And there was a music program and I thought, <clears throat> you know, I'll just try it out and see what happens. And if nothing happens, I'll figure out something else. Um, so that's what I did. And then when I went to college, I, one of my professors after I graduated, uh, along with a, another student uh, that I graduated there, we made my first record together. And, uh, and that was Ivory Castanets. So, okay. yeah. Cool. And I guess kind of like before you went to college, were you mostly like a self-taught artist? Yeah, I I really haven't had any guitar lessons. There's been some people that um, have kind of popped in that have showed me showed me things that I'm really grateful for. But for the most part, I've really taught myself. OK, cool. And I guess like you do crunch and folk is that kind of like we do attribute that kind of like your upbringing, growing up in like the rural surroundings. And that's kind of like you to this specific type of music yeah i mean i feel like <clears throat> like folk music and blues music is very earthy i don't really know yeah I mean, understand what, yeah I, I just feel like it's very rooted and grounded and and i feel like i really resonate with that um <clears throat> being a person that's always um really love nature and really spent a lot of time in nature. I, I appreciate rooted and grounded. Um, yeah. Okay. And I guess like, like I said, I'm not super familiar with Canada. So like, I've always been kind of curious, like what is kind of like the music scene in Canada? Like, is there like a specific sound specific type of music that's different than say like in America? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it is different. I'm not really, I'm not sure if I feel very plugged into a scene here. Um, I was living outside of Montreal for a little bit in Quebec. Um, and it was during the pandemic. So I also didn't really get a chance to plug into that scene. Um, but I've heard a lot of great artists come out of, of Montreal and um, also have a few friends in Toronto that, that play music and, and things like that. It feels recently like there's, um, a bit of something bubbling brewing. I feel like there are some good things coming and going to come out of Canada, but I'm, I'm not really sure how to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> Just a feeling, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, also, like, you said that it's something like your influences coming up, you were like kind of wide ranging and whatnot. So like, I was wondering if you have influences coming from like maybe like movie soundtracks or movies in general because a lot of your music has especially like your newer stuff has a very like kind of cinematic appeal to it yeah that's a great question um i feel like when i was really young i wasn't allowed to watch television and i had like a small uh collection of vhs and so i watched those films over and over again and one of them i really loved was um wild america and <clears throat> it's like uh I don't know. It's just like rock and roll music, but the music in it is great. And um, like that was the first time I heard Jerry Lee Lewis um, was that was that movie. And um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great tracks in that song um, that definitely inspired me um, and a lot of like blues influenced rock and roll. Um, yeah. OK, I, mean, I asked that because like me personally, a lot of like I think as I get older, I definitely appreciate movie soundtracks a lot more, especially with like 
old westerns and listening to like i don't know like any old marcion or something like that like so i just kind of noticed like a lot of like kind of those similarities and in, in some of your newer newer stuff cool i like that <laughs> thank you also like what do you kind of think about the current state of country and folk because there it seems to kind of be a shift in in the music and the genre towards like more alternative more like touching into different genres like what do you kind of think about the current state is now i'm not really um very like comfortable with the idea of genres and i feel like mm. music is such a uh, has so much depth and there's so much um so much there and i feel to kind of put it in a box is like <clears throat> it really takes away from the, the magic and the depth that's that's there and and i feel like I mean, it could be that a lot of people are also feeling that way because I, I feel like, <clears throat> yeah, maybe there is a shift in music and, um, I think, you know, each human is unique in, in their own way and, and their expression of how they perceive the world and, and that expression supposed to be unique and, and broad and wide. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I could feel, I could see how that, that would be kind of expanding in that way and, and kind of um, taking down the fences. So I'm into that. <laughs> Don't fence me in. <laughs> yeah. I would never. So, <laughs> so you have a album out called Downrounder, first of all. Congrats on the release. Yeah. Thank you. How's the response been so far to, to the new album? It's been really good. I mean, um, it feels really good to have it out. And I've, I've received a lot of, um, messages and feedback and, um, honestly, it just feels really good for me. I feel like I worked so hard on this and it was such a journey to complete and create. And I feel more of myself in this record than I do my past work. And it just feels really good that it's resonating with people and, people are really feeling it and it's moving people. Um, yeah, because I really feel like music has been a great healer for me. And, um, <clears throat> I really hope that, um, my music can be, can be the same for others, uh, in some way that resonates with them. Mesa, you said that you feel like you've kind of grown and, and gotten to this point. Like, so I did notice like an evolution in your sound cause I went back and heard, some of your past works and past albums, like what would you kind of speak to that? Like, how do you, how do you think you've evolved and changed over the years as you kind of crafted your sound a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, I think I've evolved and changed in like a million different ways. I feel like, um, yeah, just experiencing life and going through life. You learn so much more about yourself. And I think for me, it's definitely been, um, just a big journey for me, just diving deeper into myself and who am I and what do I want to say and, and what do I have to say? And, um, what, what is in there that I want to get out and look at and pick around at and, and how does it make sense and how does it make sense right now? And, um, I don't know, the world is just such an insane place right now. And it's, it's, you know, <laughs> has to be expressed you know we're all we're all dealing with it together and, and experiencing it together but we all have our unique perspectives and um yeah it's important to be growing and changing and 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 
um yeah i just feel like i have a lot more awareness and 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 i'm much more in tune with myself and and what i want to say okay speaking of that like kind of like what is your creative process when you do like you know come up with a song or a project as a whole like what are the steps you kind of bring you to this point yeah i think there's like different um uh, different like chapters there's like a seed phase you know collecting and and um and finding things often i'll just collect little pieces and later on try to put them together into a song or sometimes you know if it if it feels right a uh, whole song will come out and it'll be really great um and then going into more of an experimental phase once you've collected lots of seeds um just playing around with it seeing it from different angles different points of view um just trying to make the work as best as it can be um as a whole without putting too much of uh too much of my own beliefs or ideas on it and just letting it be and letting it grow. And, and it's kind of a crazy process. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, and then working with someone to put all the pieces together and all the experimentations together and then, and then out pops a record and (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask like, do you, um, mostly, so like the creation process, like do you start things so solo or do you have someone that you kind of work with, you know, more intimately or do you create it and then bring it to somebody or like kind of how do you go about that one? I I definitely just work on it with, with myself and, and, and kind of battle it out with myself for a while before I uh, reveal it to anyone else. Um, and then I have some, you know, people that are close to me that I, that I respect their opinions and, and ideas and, um also don't take them too seriously so that i can kind of maintain the original uh ness of the idea um yeah and then from there i just i like to find like a producer that uh, i i feel i connect with and that can bring my songs into that next phase okay i've seen all the perspectives and i need new eyes so then i find find that person do you start out like on the guitar or do you like use a piano or do you, you know, how do you build, build your song? Yeah. I mean, guitar is my main instrument. So usually start with guitar. Sometimes I'll just be playing with a vocal melody or sometimes just a poem or some words. It's kind of different every time. And what were some of your like influences when you were making down, down under, I mean, down rounder. Yeah. Uh, listening to a lot of Lee Hazelwood and a lot of, um, James Brown, actually. I really love James okay. Brown. Um, yeah, just a lot of like soul and folk, um, a lot of, um, Peter Lafarge really love him. Um, yeah, just a lot of soul and and funk and yeah, very grounded stuff. (laughs) Okay. And I was, um, do you have any like favorite tracks that anything that you like you gravitate towards the most out of that album? Yeah, that's a good question. I find like. I feel like I keep coming back to send you love. I feel like that song was really special to me. It just came out really quickly and easily. And when I wrote it and then recording it in the studio was just really, 
um, magical moment. It was so brief. We just sort of all listened to it and then feel all that moment was just so special. And um, yeah, that one. I think for me, I have a couple of favorites of you if you want to hear. Yeah, I would love to hear your favorites. <laughs> okay. Um, Papa took my totem. That one definitely stood out to me like right away. Um, I think the storytelling cool. aspect of that was like really cool. Mystic Light, I think, was the first video I think I saw from there. Um, I believe it was one that had like the whip sound effects going in, into it. Was that was that the song? Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, it took me back, like like I said, like old Western kind of soundtracks with like spaghetti Westerns. And I thought that was like such a really cool like element that you don't really hear a lot these days. And then um, Real Love, I thought it was super kind of like Motown-esque. I don't know if you yeah kind of came from that as well and then i feel i think those were the ones that like I immediately kind of gravitate towards yeah i i really love all those too <laughs> i love the whole record <laughs> so happy with it <laughs> no i think it's a, i think it's a great record great album and i guess kind of how do you know when you are done like when you finish the project like you have something in full yeah well i feel like this one was kind of quite easy to know when it was done because I had been working on it throughout the pandemic. And originally my intention was to do it, uh, in my home studio. Um, so, you know, I spent, you know, two years working on it and trying to finish it and it just didn't work out. There was a bunch of circumstances that arose. Um, but then when I got in the studio, I had six days to do it and, it was mostly done live and it was just like this insane whirlwind and it was just, it was done. Yeah. I mean, there was some minor things to mixing and stuff afterwards, but um, it was such a good feeling to have it done and know it's done and be like, thank fuck. This is fucking done. <laughs> um, after like six yeah, days. Six days only. Six days. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go on there, you have, like the full kind of like game plan already like laid out. I'm going to do record this, do this, do this. And so you can like knock it out or do you allow yourself more room to just kind of like be free in how you record? Actually, it was kind of crazy because I recorded it at Sound City and with Tony Berg and I had no idea who the band was going to be. I'd, I'd never been to that studio. I'd, I'd not ha- I haven't really had a lot of experience with um, like studio musicians or anything like that. So it was all very new to me. Um, so walking in, I was definitely a little bit, uh, uh, nervous, (laughs) um, but it was just so amazing. I, I really connected with all the musicians and it was just so easy and and simple and, um, everything just kind of fell into place like so effortlessly. And we did most of it live and, um, that was really important to me because I feel like it just gives it a more um, connected and and grounded feeling when it's all done together in a moment. I like capturing, capturing a moment more than kind of um, building necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just such a great, uh, a great experience and it was like scary and, and exciting and, uh, I learned a lot from it and I, and it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell from this album that this was, you know, your first time working with those artists because everything sounded like, you know, professional, well-produced and like well put together. Mm-hmm. So I think that's testament to like you guys, to all you guys as artists. 
Yeah, absolutely. The musicians were top, top bar. They were fantastic to work with. Okay. And um, have you been able to play, like perform any of your songs live from this album yet? Yeah. Uh, when it came out, I was doing a tour uh, alongside Lissy uh, okay. in the UK. So um, yeah, it came out while I was over there and, and I was playing with my, just as a three piece. And uh, it was great. Did a lot of the new songs and um, it was cool to see um, people coming out and people knowing the words and um, it was a really cool experience. So I'm looking forward to um, playing the songs more this year and as, as the year progresses and uh, sharing them and having fun with them and now they're out and free. And so, yeah. Have you, um, have you toured in, the, in Europe a lot before? Um, I've been there twice before. Um, so this past time was my third time. Okay. And I, I guess like, when I think of Europe, I don't really think of like folk and country music, but like, how, like, how do you think that like your music travels in Europe and like the response and everything? Is it, is it just as strong as it is like on this side? Yeah. I feel like touring in Europe is a different experience. I feel like the audiences are, um, a little more attentive and, they're really there to listen where I find in, in America and Canada, um, <clears throat> often people are on their phones and talking and chatting. Um, whereas in Europe, people really listen and they, they're really there to hear you. And, um, it's kind of spooky at first because you're like, it's hard to like read like what's going on. But, uh, but when you understand they're, they're just, you know, there to listen. Your attention, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really powerful and it really creates um, a really powerful moment that you're sharing with with a large group of people. And I hope um, I hope that can kind of echo out into into this continent, because it's it's quite an experience, you know, to hear to be in silence or or, you know, such quiet attentiveness with the energy of a, of a large group of people. It's very powerful. Yeah. I mean, you would hope it would be over here because that's kind of the point of going to see an artist, I think is to give them attention, but you know, with the phones and social media, it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think you'd have to go like the stand-up route where people get these little bags now. I don't know if you've seen when you put your phone and you can't use them until you like go outside. Yeah. I would love, I would love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No phones. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Less phones, just be in the moment for sure. Yeah. So do you have any, um, you know, plans for the future, more tours, shows, this album, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I have a few festivals in the summertime and um, just filling up my schedule now um, and um, sorting it out. But um, yeah, I'm going back to the UK in May. Um, and then I have some festivals in June and July. Um, yeah. But I'm just sort of filling it up and kind of figuring out um how I want to do the next one and figuring out the time and space to start working on that and, and things like that. So just sorting out my schedule now, but got, got a few shows lined up and uh, looking forward to some more. So, well, this is a, it's been a good chat talking about your album, kind of talking about your process when it comes to like creating music and, and, and everything. So, you know, it's, it's nice getting the chance to talk, talk to you about down rounder out now, go stream it, everybody if you can. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to chat with you and thanks for asking me good questions and uh, bringing the good vibes. (laughs) Yeah, we try. (laughs) 